Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for Magic the Gathering and Spirit Tribal content. On this episode, Watsy surprised everyone in the spirit community, and I'm going to talk about that one particular card. Also, you know, I've been seeing this card, these card type or subtype, and I want to talk about it because to me, I think it has a lot of flavor. And then finally, the shout out section where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crap, the creme de la creme. Do I got you curious? I hope so. So let's get this thing started, shall we? Let's go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me on this episode, this 4th of July weekend episode. You can reach me at on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm. Please follow. Or you can email me directly at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And then finally, mtgectoplasm.com. That's right. I got my own personal website where I have my short yet extensive content library for your spirit needs. All right. And do me a favor. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, there's that like, follow, subscribe button. Hit that for me, please. Because I'm seeing in my analytics the thousand plus of you that are listening to this show all around the world making this your number one spot i am humbly appreciated and i want to say thank you thank you for listening into the show you know we got two new countries that have chimed in and that's the number one is india let me just tell you thank you folks in india for listening to the show namaste and then my friends in puerto rico el isla del encanto Hello, how are you doing? Buenos dias. So, ladies and gentlemen, before I get into the show, you may have noticed I changed up the intro a little bit, talking about Magic the Gathering and Spirit Tribal content. Well, I'm doing a lot of Spirit Tribal content. I love doing it, and I'm going to continue doing so. I want to make sure this is your number one spot to listen to besides the masters out there that are providing you content for, for the spirit world. But also, I find myself sometimes lacking or desiring to go elsewhere and speak about other things about Magic the Gathering because I love this game. Uh, Not only do I play this game uh, paper-wise, I go out of my way to find different ways in playing this from playing uh, odd uh, variants like uh, uh, Vanguard, uh, Horde Magic. Uh, Of course, everybody knows Plane Chase you know, cube, you know, these are, you know, I want to get into those and especially bring in the spirit tribe or if there's no spirits, then we maybe we can add spirits to that and make it a lot more fun. So hopefully you can understand where I'm going with this. Understand I'm not leaving the spirit world. I love this tribe. Uh, even though beholders, I, I do. I'm a big fan of beholders ever since, you know, in my youth playing, you know, some dungeons and dragons. Uh, I always liked how they looked. But uh, don't worry, I'm not leaving the spirit world. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, now that I'm done doing my homework, it is now time to get into the show. 
All right. And the first thing I wanted to talk to talk about, shall I say specifically, is that how all of us, you know, you, me, everyone in the, uh, I, I'd have to say the Reddit group in the discord group, um, those chat rooms on Facebook and, uh, on Twitter, no one, no one was ready. All of us were stupefied. We're like, holy crap, are you kidding me? They actually did it? Well, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Watsy decided to put a spirit in the Dungeons & Dragons set. And you know what? I'm going to read it to you. This, is, this card, or this creature, is called Guardian of Faith. It's one generic and two white mana. It's a creature, obviously, Spirit Knight. Okay, not bad. It's a 3-2 creature. So the power is 3, toughness of 2. We usually see the inverse, usually power of 2 and power of 3. Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Spell Queller. You know, this is a nice refreshing change. I do like that. One thing it does have, like typical spirits, Flash. Welcome to the world, Flash. I enjoy that. One thing it does not have is flying. You know, I know some of you out there are like, damn it, another one, another spirit without flying. Spirits fly. Well, as much as I would like them to, not all of them do. But they decided to give this creature vigilance. Now, I don't know about you, but that's not bad, especially if you're attacking. And that means you don't have to tap your creature. So, oh, that's right. We can use shackle guys as a defensive mechanism. Tap you know, shackle guys or another creature plus this guardian of faith and it taps on a major creature. I love the concept. Wonderful concept. But those aren't the only two things it does, flying and vigilance. It also has this, ready? When guardian of faith enters the battlefield, any number of other target creatures you control phase out. Any number of other target creatures you control face out. That's pretty damn good, ladies and gentlemen. Now you're gonna go, well, it you know, it, it's it's a spirit, yes. The, the the top power and toughness is not bad. The vigilance okay, flying doesn't have flying okay, but the vigilance is pretty good. And it has flash, okay, that's spirited. It, you know the what it does is, you know, what does it do in particular? How does how does this benefit us? Because the fact that it's a three-mana creature. And you know, I know, we both know, in the modern portion of this deck, that three-mana spot is pretty jacked up. It's pretty filled. You know, we got what? Draw school captain. We have uh, spell queller. Oh, that's right. We got the newest newest uh, fella in there. Or sorry, young lady, because you could tell it's a young woman. Uh, Skyclave apparition. It's kind of kind of hard to squeeze in another three spot. And I know some of you are going, you know, whirlpool mimic. Eh, you know, it, it does see some play, not a lot of play, but you know, I do see it here and there. But in but putting Guardian of Faith, one generic and two white. Ugh, that's, that's a little man intensive there, right? 
But I'm going to say, you know what? As I've seen in the Discord group, and as I've seen in the Reddit group, I think this card has tons of potential. Tons of potential. Now, do I see it in the main board? No. No, not whatsoever. Do I see it potentially in the sideboard? Yeah. Yeah, I, I see it there. But the thing is, to me, it has to be a certain meta. This is a card that I actually would put in what I call my spell book. A book of, uh, or, or shall I say, a binder, a, a collection of stuff that I take in and out of my sideboard and, you know, I keep and hold so I don't have to sell later on or try to buy the card later on. That's that's where Guardian of Faith. And it's one of these good cards where I'm like, mm, this has high potential. Now, do you know, is it is going to make any noise right now in the current meta? No. Do I feel that if there were more board sweepers or situations like this where it would cause a sweeping thing, uh, a mass effect in the modern world? Sure. That, that's when I would put it in. Now, in Pioneer, you know, this isn't that bad in Pioneer. You know, you do preserve certain things, and it, you know what? It does come in handy. You know, you block your creatures. Oh, I'll do a Coco, and then all of a sudden, you know, Guardian of Faith comes out. Oh, now they have phasing, and oh, that's right. My, my creatures, oh, nothing happens. They're blocked, but nothing happens. Thank you. Have a good day. So, Pioneer, I can see a home. Now, in Historic, that's going to be tough. I, I've seen, you know, currently there is a mono blue snow build that I do like and enjoy uh, seeing players play. Uh, there are new, you know, white, blue, a.k.a. Azorius builds, and I think it could fit in there. I mean, why not? It, you know, it's a pseudo selfless spirit you could say you know it doesn't give you all your creatures you know indestructible but they do come back at the end of the turn and you don't really have anything to worry about so we're going to get in a little deeper into this ready what happens is that as i said it has phasing okay this is something that's very comparable to stuff that we've seen before you know, it's not like Eerie Interlude, where it's just like, oh, it exiles, it comes back at the end of the turn. No, 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 no. It's more of a Teferi's protection. You know, it's, you know, I admit Terry's, uh, Teferi's protection is a little bit better because the fact that, you know, you don't take, you know, you don't lose any life and no damage is done, but, you know, your cards phase out. Okay, it's not bad. Now you're going to go to point, well, what what is the ruling here with phasing? Is there ETBs and LTBs? Nope, there's no TBs at all. Because they don't ex they don't enter or leave the play, none of that happens. So if you have plus one plus one counters on your creatures, mm, they stay there. Now I know some of you are like, well, what's the interaction with Skyclave Apparition and the uh, Spellcaller? The same. Yep, they, you know, I think Watsy created this card specifically for that reason, for, for, to use phasing. 
is the fact that, oh, you want to damage these these two type of creatures. Oh, they come into play. And guess what? What we exiled with Spellqueller and Skyclave, you don't get. Sorry. It's a sneaky way to getting around that. That's where I think this has tons of potentiality here. This is where I think this card shines because there's no ETBs or LTBs. Now, unfortunately, you know, some of us are used to the effects of Brygal, the King Eternal. We're used to phasing stuff left and right, like uh, what's the the uh, the herder? Okay, we're used to doing. Oh well, let's bounce here, bounce there. That that's what white and blue do. That's that's their synergy. That's what they're known for. But in the spirit world, we can It's it's not in our best interest to do that because then our opponent gets something that may benefit them in the long term. They're able to play the spell with Spell Queller. If it's a four-mana creature, they're going to get a nice four-form. Now we have to deal with a four-four creature on the board. This is something I want you to think about. So this card, I like. Now, where do I see this? besides being on the sideboard. Well, something hit me, something like an epiphany, lightning striking my brain, like in the movie Hook, that they made a card called Whispering Knight. It's a white, a black, one generic mana, and it was a spirit knight. And you can play, you know, if you played a creature or card from the graveyard, it got a plus one, plus one counter on it. Now I'm thinking to myself, is Watsy trying to push us to a different direction in spirits? Yeah, they're cool with us having Bant and Azorius, but are they trying to push us to the Orzov feel? And I had to think about what cards would benefit from Guardian of Faith. And Tesa, Tesa Orzov would do that. Why? Because she can create white spirits. Oops, that's my cell phone. Then you have the Lisi Reverend Median, Medium. And basically, whenever you put spirits in the play, she puts X amount of spirits in the play, too. Spirit tokens. And then Lingering Souls puts more spirit tokens onto the battlefield. And all those cards are Azorius. Now, you're going to go, Dwight, but this is phasing. What are you talking about? No, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget. This is phasing. This is this is phasing. It doesn't deal with ETBs or LTBs. This actually benefits those type of cards. So the question is, what is Watsy trying to play at? Are they trying to push us now into a spirit token deck where we start creating uh, spirits, but not in the way that we're accustomed to? And this 
particular card is their salvation. Oh, you, you're going to wipe the board? Well, I'm going to phase everything out. And guess what? My tokens come back onto the battlefield. Food for thought, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just reaching out to those who love to brew because I know I'm a brewer. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I do a love Azorius. I do like Bant. I do like Mono Snow Blue, uh, Mono Blue Snow Build. Just maybe I should start thinking and leaning to an Orzov build and see what they have. See what we can do. See what we can play. And not just really limit ourselves. Because Spirit has tons and tons of ability and probability. That's one thing that us humans, we don't like. We don't like change. We're used to repetition. Wake up and up in the morning. Well, I've got to use the bathroom, obviously. got to brush my teeth. You know, take a shower. Get breakfast. Get in the car. Go to work. Or, you know, get ready for school. Do my day. Come home. Do whatever I got to do. Go to bed. Wake up in the same. Wake up in the morning and repeat you know, repeat, you know, clean, rinse, and repeat over and over again. You know what I mean? It's just over and over. We're creatures of habit. Maybe, just maybe, I'm just throwing it out there, ladies and gentlemen. What happens if Watsy saying, hey, you creatures of habit, why not adapt? Why not change? Try, try this. You might like it. Realistically, I think Guardian... Of the, the Guardian of Faith really isn't for us in the Bant and Azorius belt. I think it's for other decks. And I'm very curious. I'm excited to see what could come of it. Really am. Because, you know, nothing beats seeing potentiality nothing beats the feel of new gameplay andre seguera the spirit master okay just got done playing or just got discussing uh on his youtube channel a simic build that he saw uh then i think it was zenith four i may be mistaken play that i know uh bandit keith last week he went 5-0 with the same type of deck, different versions of the deck, but there was a Simic build in Pioneer, and both of these gentlemen won with it. That's the best part about spirits. It, we don't limit ourselves. There's, there's a world of possibility, and it's up to us to sit there and choose to go there. Now, since I'm a paper player, guess what I'm going to be doing? I'm going to be focusing on paper to see if what we can do. I, you know, like I keep on saying, and I know it sounds like repetition, I'm eventually coming to MTGO. I am going to come to these things. I just, you know, now that, you know, nursing school is over and done with, and I just got to f focus on my licensing to get actually get a job, I can now lean toward getting my finances right so I can play MTGO and Arena full time. But I know many of you, like myself, were completely surprised 
with Guardian of Faith. I like it. I think it has tons of potential. And I really want you guys out there to try it. You know and I know there's only one way to find out, right? Yoda said, Yoda from uh, Empire Strikes Back said, do or do not. There is no try. Well, you know what we got to do? We got to play with this coin and figure out what it is. Is it a stud or, a, or is it a dud? Now, before I go to my next section, I want to shout out Magnolia Gaming. 79 Hudson Street, Suite 103, Double L Hoboken, New Jersey. You can reach out to them at Facebook at Magnolia Gaming Hoboken, or you can go to their website, magnoliagaming.com. Remember, they are a focused trading card game. Uh, they focus with trading card games. They do board games, D&D, and have different variety of products in the store. So go over there, check them out. They actually have a thing right now um, that if you mention MTG Ectoplasm, you'll receive one free Modern Horizons 2 set booster with a $60 purchase of MTG sealed in the store. Okay? It's only an in-store thing, so you got to go there. So it's not bad. Get a set booster. Pay 60 bucks on sealed products they have there that, that that's mtg so there you go free money i like free money i'm not getting paid but you know i hope you guys are so in the next section i want to sit there and talk about the enchantment subclass or sub subtype and that subtype is class now this is another thing that's stupefied me in the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Now, I, I have a friend of mine, uh, Ray. Uh, he is an avid D&D player. I'm going to have him on the show hopefully uh, next week. And we can discuss a little further, more, a little more in detail about the D&D set, the flavor, his thoughts, the, you know, the good cards, the bad cards, and, and so on and so forth. But the thing that caught me was this enchantment subtype class. Now, currently, there are 12 ones spoiled. You have an Azorius one, you have Demir, you have Izzet, you have an Aboros, or you have a Grohl. There are five colors that are uncommon, the white, the blue, the, the black, the red, and the green, and then so far, only two rares which is white and green now the azorius one is monk class the the demir is rogue sorcerer is is it the boros is fighter and bard is grill now if you go over these cards they they have some great great flavor I can't believe this. There's a lot of stuff in here that I do like that, you know, I have to admit is for casual play. Do I potentially see any of this in spirits? Honestly? No. Would I mind? 
playing? You know, I wouldn't mind. Like this one paladin class for one white one white mana spells your opponent's cast during your turn costs one more to cast. I would love to have something like that. Especially if I have to play against pe- pe- players that are playing control. You know, you you pay an extra uh, one white mana into generic. Creatures you control get plus one, plus one. So I get an anthem. Okay, that's not bad. Or white and four, you know, whenever you attack, until end of turn, target attacking creature gets plus one, plus one for each other attacking creature and gains double strike. It's not bad. <laughs> Holy crap, that's that's pretty powerful. But realistically and honestly, it's slow. It's slow. Do I want it to be better? Well, let's be honest here. Watsy loves going back to the well. And I see us maybe potentially next year or maybe two years from now coming back to the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Do I feel that they'll get better? Well, if you look at the sagas that were originally released, some of them in the beginning were meh. Some of them were, eh, you know, not bad. Now look at the main saga now, Ursa Saga. Stupid powerful, right? Well, what I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, Watsi's going to finagle. Well, Watsi's going to play with this, and we're going to end up seeing one of these things end up getting broken. Eventually. Maybe not right now. Maybe there's a brewer who can do and finagle, take one of these great 12 cards currently that are spoiled, and say, you know what? I'm going to bend the rules and break this card. Until then, we have to see what goes on. But for me, honestly, I really, really like the subtype. I'm excited for the future of the subtype. Why? Because this reminds me so much of a set that I loved, that I Dord, which was Lorwyn. I loved Lorwyn. The feel, the, the flavor, the tribalism. Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. This is tribe. The, the classes are sub-tribes. I don't think we're going to get a spirit class, but what's stopping them? Who knows? That might, that spirit class might end up having phasing. Card draw. Who knows? But when we get it, I'm telling you, if we, if we do get it, that's going to be fun. It's going to be amazing. Something that we're going to enjoy and saying, you know what? Yeah, they sucked in the beginning, but you know, it's not bad. Not bad. But currently, right now, it's just a bit slow. But, you know, I wanted to talk about it. I, I'm curious what you guys think about it. Do me a favor. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me the pros and cons. Go to my, uh, just email me at mtgectoplasm at gmail.com. You know, eh, I disagree with you. I, I think it sucks. All right. You know, there's potential here. 
not not right now, but you know, eventually. Or you know, go to my Twitter at uh, MTG Ectoplasm on that Twitter and go uh, hit that follow button. And go, you know what, Dwight? Mm, I agree or disagree. Or maybe eventually, who knows? Let me know. I would love to hear from you. I would like to know your thoughts. Personally, I'm not going to say these things are a home run, but I'll tell you, I love the flavor. I like it a lot. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time. That's right. It is now time for the shout-out section, where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. Did you make it? I hope so. But unfortunately, due to this week, it's been a pretty weak week for us in spirits. And I, you know what? I, you know, I'm going to call it. It's the Fourth of July weekend. It's our Independence Day, where we freed ourselves from the tyrannical uh, monarchy that was England. And if you're a British and you're listening to this, don't take it personal. We kicked your butt, you know, over two centuries ago. But we're friends now. We like each other. We're buddies. You're got, you guys came up with the term soccer, and we still use it. With that being said, shout out section. Now, I went to Legacy, and what did I find? Okay. I went to Historic, and what did I find? Oh, man. Well, let's try pine, uh, host, uh, modern. What, what, what did I find in help modern? I had... Damn. That's three for three, guys. But we did end up getting someone in Pioneer. In Pioneer, this player went 5-0 in a band build in an MTO, MTGO Pioneer League, and that's Man Boy Child. Man Boy Child. Thank you. You stand alone right now between Wednesday and Sunday being the only spirit player out there who kicked ass. But that's all right. It's, you know, we're, we're going to do better this upcoming week. Right, guys? We're going to end up saying, you know what? No mas. We're going to come back as a flock of seagulls coming down and kicking the crap out of our competitors, right? And especially now that MT, the LGSs are opening up you know, hopefully we can start kicking ass and hopefully you're not stuck, you know, in California because of the the uh, Delta variant. And if you are, I'm sorry, guys, but uh, hopefully we'll get over this stupid Corona thing and kick that thing's ass as well. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the shout out section. I want to thank all of you. Honestly, all of you listening around the world, making this your number one spirit content uh, podcast. So, I have nothing more. So, do me a favor. Hit that like, follow, subscribe button, wherever you're listening to this podcast. I would humbly appreciate it. And thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. If you got any suggestions, throw them my way. I'm willing to listen to you because you know you're listening to me. So, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your day. And you know what? Make your opponent say, that's Bushi. Later.